Hey, man. <laughs> shit gets real here on the Hey Phrase podcast. <laughs> yeah, I guess. pregnancy test on your way here why didn't you stop well i told you because unfortunately unlike you know driving in a bus just won't make a left turn when i ask them to <laughs> oh my god i really do i'm really beginning to wonder if i'm pregnant i am not feeling really well today sammy you are gonna have to carry this show okay but like what about you feeling pregnant because here's the thing everything you've told me so far just makes it sound like oh I just had a little bit of something funky to eat last night. No, there's no way it's funky to eat. So um, I have just been having signs that I think I could, in fact, be pregnant. Now, I do have an IUD in, mm-hmm. but I don't know that it's really been working. Let's just say I've been having some lady issues. Then yesterday, I wake up feeling nauseous. Yep. No, no fever or anything, but just feeling nauseous. Then throw up. Mm-hmm. Still kind of feeling nauseous all day long. Super tired, fatigued. I've been feeling really fatigued. Do you feel like a kicking down there at all? No kicking, but I definitely feel like I could be pregnant. You know when you just know? I feel like, I I don't know. I feel like I could be that one percenter. That one percenter? Yes. And like the baby you just went the entire time until all of a sudden, what, nine months from now, you're just going to go to the bathroom in the middle of the podcast, <laughs> and now we're going to have to move all the equipment in the bathroom because you're <laughs> giving birth randomly? Sarah, that's very, very rare, and the fact that it's not, that's not, no, that's not going to happen to you. I don't know. I really want to take a test because I'm very concerned. I really am. I think there's something going on down there. I'm just saying. So anyway, I'm feeling a li- slightly under the weather, which kind of sucks today. How are you feeling? But why don't you just, that's what I'm saying. Why don't you, like, I'm doing great because I don't feel pregnant. Like, you know, I didn't wake up today thinking I was about to, you know, have a child in my life within the next year. Well, yeah, you can't get preggers. I know. Thank God for that. Because <laughs> God knows how many I would have had by now. I would have popped so, them out like clowns. What's going on? Did you have a good weekend? How's life? Had a great weekend. Um, just was doing a lot of work stuff. Got to hang out with some of my friends on the weekend. Actually, crazy story, and I want to bring this up later well, on. Let's bring it up now. What the hell? Is this not the most inappropriate time? We were out drinking on Saturday, kind of doing a little pre-celebration for my B-Day with a couple of my friends, right? And we go to this one bar, and all of a sudden, the bartender just disappears. Okay, what do you mean? So just disappears, and it, no one knows where she's at, and, da, 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 <laughs> and then you see her talking to some guy in the corner, and we're like, what's up? Like, we didn't want to disturb her, but we really wanted to get drinks. All of a sudden, you see her just kind of put her head down, cry, and run out the back. Her boyfriend came in in the middle of her shift, broke up with her. Oh, my God. In the middle of her shift. Like, and, like literally came up, was like, hey, she's like, oh, hey, babe, what are you doing here? And he's like, hey, I came here to talk to you. Do you mind if we go talk in the corner? <laughs> We're breaking up. Just broke up with her right in the middle of her working. Like, and I want to know, like, is that, because I think that'd possibly be the biggest D move of all time. Like, what could be worse than breaking up with somebody while they're working? Well, let me ask you this. Would and the you worst rather- thing was I had to wait, like, 30 minutes for a drink. <laughs> You know, oh, what a bummer. Yeah. Okay, wait. Do you think it's worse that someone comes to your work and dumps you or goes ghost after like a year of dating? See, going ghost would be way better. No, it wouldn't. If you go ghost on that, at least that's just going to leave me feeling uncomfortable. But like, it's not going to ruin my, you know, my work day, my workflow. 
But I will show you, she probably got Poor so many thing. tips because everyone was just throwing down cash after that. Yeah, see, it all worked out. You no, know? I would even, even though it's at my workplace and I'd be crying, I'd still rather have that than have somebody completely go So dust. you would want, if Dan broke up, you want him just to come on, sure. like, randomly walk in, in the middle of the podcast be like, hey, uh, what's up, guys? Uh, hey, Sarah, how are you, babe? Uh, just, you know, dumping your ass. <laughs> and just, like, walk out? Yeah, well, I mean, at this point, if he left me at any moment, it wouldn't be a shock. I mean, <laughs> Well, especially now that you're carrying. So <laughs> that would just add to the story. I mean, honestly, like, I feel as though, you know, I mean, this probably isn't hard for you to believe, but I can be a little high maintenance. You are... <laughs> I would say you are stretching the truth there, Sarah. There's no way I've ever noticed you be high maintenance <laughs> as you pull over a chair to put your feet on top of it. So, I mean, I like in my lifetime now, in my early, early 30s, mm -hmm. I expect to be left at any moment. Like, none of that stuff shocks me. Because you're so high maintenance? Well, I just feel like for any man or woman or anybody that I was with, it's just a lot. Aren't you worried that this baby's gonna make you have to be less high maintenance because you're gonna have to take care of the baby and stuff? So you're no. gonna come in days without your hair done, like Absolutely not. I'm nothing is gonna change. Nothing is gonna no, change. Absolutely not. I'm going to figure out a way for this baby and my life to maintain and then and then exceed. So you're gonna figure out a way for Dan to uh, take care of the child all day long <laughs> and just teach just what coach soccer like twice a week? Yes, exactly. Okay. They're the goal. Hashtag goals. Hashtag man goals. Um I had a crazy weekend insane weekend okay so how much insane because okay. i want to compare because sometimes i feel like when we always have this conversation on tuesdays you're like sammy how was your weekend i go Meh, it was all right okay but then you tell me about your weekend then i realize oh wait i did some pretty nutty shit too i'm gonna give you three cases you tell me if all of them are correct or if one is a lie by the way do any of these cases oh, need you need me to play these <laughs> yes this is a statement intended to specify or delimit the scope of rights and obligations that may be exercised and forced by parties in a legally recognized relationship. Wait, what? This is your disclaimer. What? The Hey Frage podcast may not be suitable for all years. Oh. I like how people think that's my voice. No, that's Teddy Beats again. It is? Yeah, it's Teddy I Beats. I thought that was your voice. No, it's Teddy Beats. I mean, the first part, the da 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 But at the end, oh, what? I thought that was you that's as well. Teddy. Good old Teddy Beats. God, I'm... I'm, I'm I, listen, He's this, a man of all trades. Jack of is. all trades. He is a jack of all trades. This surprises me all the time. All right, so three scenarios. Three Did you unplug your headphones, Sarah? Yeah. Three scenarios. Okay. And, and this is sad, though. Have Okay, you, went, you obviously went to high school in Iowa. Obviously went to high school in Iowa, yes. Have a lot of kids that you graduated with or from your high school passed away? Um, actually, I don't know of any that have passed away since high school. I mean, there was, there was like two that died right at the end of high, like right at the end of our senior year because they made an explosive and they blew themselves up. Oh. Um, but outside, but other than that, no, I haven't heard anything. If anything, I mean, everyone's dropping out kids left and right. Like every picture, I don't even know half the people I see anymore. Oh, I, I see know. these they random last kids. names, and I go, "Who the hell is this?" And I look, and the only reason I know that I must know you is because you went to high school with me. We have a lot of mutual friends that also went to high school with me, so I'm just assuming that we went to high school together. Okay, I had a friend that I was close with, close with in high school pass away. Okay, I went to Mike Scott's 40th birthday, <laughs> and I ended up pulling a U. And I went off on my front desk. Are all of these situations true or is one a lie? Oh, my gosh. I am hoping that all these situations are true and I cannot wait to hear about all of them. They're all true. Ah. Yes. And it's terrible. I'm so distraught. Okay, first of all, I feel like a lot of people have passed away from my high school. I went to Wiscasset High School, this tiny high school. A girl that I knew, I haven't I haven't spoken to her in eight years because mm -hmm. I, I haven't kept in contact with a lot do of... Do you even keep in contact with people? I guess you do actually go back to Wiscasset though, and see your family. Yeah. I so don't ever go back. And so I, haven't, I don't keep in contact with 
anybody. I've seen, I haven't seen this woman in like eight years, but so sad. And the, the whole thing is kind of in, under investigation up there. There might be some suspicious things that happened. And but like when you hear that and see that on Facebook, you're just. I don't know. It just takes you back because for years, all through middle school, all through high school, I saw this person every single day of my life. Like, it's just, I guess it never, and I know that everybody knows this, but I think you can relate. Like, are you always surprised? Like, death is so final. Like, isn't it, doesn't it always shock you? No matter what, I never get used to it. It just is so final. Um, I find myself a lot of times, like, because I've had a few friends that have, you know, passed away since, like, college and stuff like that. And I find myself a lot of times just, like, in my head being like, oh, dude, 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 let's text. Oh, wait, I can't text them. Oh. oh, like, and it's like, but it's like, it takes, like, a while. Like, you know what I mean? That first initial shock, you're just depressed. And then sometimes, like, you, like, I was sitting there thinking about this concert, and I was like, oh, my God, dude, I should totally hit. Oh, fuck. I know. It just is, like, it's so And it was so, so quick that you're just so like, depressing. oh, wait, I can't ever hit them up. That is uh, final. But I, I guess know. that also, but also, you know, it's kind of why you sit there and, if anything, it makes you cherish the time you have right now with other people. I know, but so. it's just so scary. You never know what's going to happen. Right. Well, was she like a close friend in high school? No, or, not really. So but, just some girl but, you randomly walked by? Well, it was one of those people. Did you, have, did you have like kind of that group of people that like everybody went to the same parties? Everybody kind of like you played on the same sports teams together. So you were friends you by association? Friends by association, but you didn't hang out with this person like a best friend. Yeah. Okay. okay, I had friends like that. So that was sort of her situation, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. anyway. Mike Scott turned 40 over the weekend. Wow. He's an Uber fan. Uber, Uber fan. Uber fan. He had a 40th birthday down in Springfield, so I made an appearance. I just want to thank everybody for coming to my 40th birthday. <laughs> That's how he sounds, by the way, and I love Mike Scott to death. Mike is an Uber fan. He listens to this podcast. Mike, He's going to love it. Looking for your 40th birthday, Mike. I am Mike Scott. <laughs> See, I just did your impersonation for you. And then I lost it on my front desk. And I felt like you. I channeled you. And I felt really bad. But doesn't it feel good, though, just to sit there and just to drop a huge stinker? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, let me just tell you this. There's a car rental service in our building, right? Yes. So for like 200 bucks, you sign up. And um, you can take it out. And it's $5 an hour to drive this so car. So like okay? zip car? Zip car. Basically zip car, right? Okay. But the morons, and I love my apartment building, the morons at the front desk, they're not keeping track or scheduling who's taking out the car, like in a computer system, right? Which mm-hmm. would make sense. Instead, they're writing it down. Okay. okay. So I go to collect the car on Saturday night. They'd already checked it out to somebody else. Okay. So I'm like, guys. I have to be somewhere in like 20 minutes. Not only that, I have another appointment. Like, find me a resolution. Pay for an Uber. We can only offer our apologies. I'm like, that's not going to work. I lost it. But you had the car reserved, though? Did you go down beforehand and reserve it? I reserved it two days beforehand. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I lost it. Did you actually lose it? Because, see, that's the kind of thing that I would have literally lost it. Like, I would have called the cops for them. (laughs) Like, that's the kind of thing that I go, you know what, hold on, let me do you a favor. I call, I go, yo, by the way, I'm about to lose my shit. You better get here. And then I just start losing my shit. I channeled you. It was really embarrassing. Then, so because I, I was just furious that they wouldn't at least offer to get an, an Uber for me or something or pay for the thing. They were like, you can hold on to your receipts and we'll see if we can do anything. The next day, I'd also reserve the car because I had to go host a charity event. Yeah. This Hope Generation Hope event. And so I go down, same thing. I, sh- I email in the morning, an hour before. 
Just a reminder, I need the car. It's 8 a.m. I've got to be at this charity event. Never hear from them, so I'm assuming, okay, cool, car is good, right? Yeah. Get down there. They can't find the keys. Car is parked in the garage. They don't know who took it out. They're frantically calling like a laundry list of people that used the car before. Absolute effing morons. I could have, I lost it again. Wow. Yeah, the woman at my front desk was like, well, we, we're really just the third party. You know, this is advanced car care. I'm like, how is this advanced cars issue? It's yours. You're poor scheduling. And you're the oh ones that God. are writing it down on paper and stuff. Like, you could at least get a Google, a Google calendar. I lost it. And I feel so bad because then, and don't you hate work environments like this? Have you ever, like, confronted someone and they're like, oh, please don't tell my boss mm-hmm. that I said anything? And I'm like, God, I hate that this environment where I rent is obviously a hostile work environment where the bosses are. Total oh wait, you assholes. know when they say that, that's the that's the first person you tell is their boss. <laughs> you look at them in the eyes. You go, absolutely. Trust me, I'm not that kind of person. I'll never say that. And then the first thing you do is you fire off an email to their boss. Why? <laughs> that way they're not expecting it and they just get that back. And they're like, oh, that son of. I was like, oh yeah. And you thought that I was gonna be nice to you after you pulled that shit on me? Hey. <laughs> No. Oh my god, I actually felt bad. I I kept oh, no. their names out of it. Oh what? Oh no, I would fire it off an email with all their names. Oh my god, I should have done that. See, anyway, you just got to show like when you're going. I think when you say you're going ape, you don't go ape enough. <laughs> like you're only going like maybe slightly chimpanzee. You know, like you got to go full blown ape, Sarah. Like, and I'm talking about you. First thing you got to do, pull out your cell phone and just start taking pictures. Be like, I'm making sure I'm taking care of all of this. Take pictures of them. <laughs> pull out your phone. Pretend like you're gonna make cause the biggest issue ever. And that way, they're gonna be like, all right, all right, hold on, hold on. And they'll always take care of especially in an apartment complex like that, because it's not like they're going to evict you. They're just going to move them somewhere else. It, oh, my God. If there's okay, an actual well, issue with them, they're going to move them. Trust me, I've had numerous people moved out of my apartment complex, like <laughs> people that work. Wow. All right. Well, maybe I need to go more ape, and I only went chimp. Yeah, you only went chimp. You got to go straight ape, Sarah. Like, you got to go nuts. Like, you got to drop something and then don't even pick it up. You know what I mean? And just leave it there. Like, take, have, like, a coffee or something in your hand, knock it over, and just leave it there as you keep on yelling because you're more into the yelling than you are about the actual fact that you just littered and spilled your whole coffee. Oh, my God. I need to take lessons from you. It's all just like an act, you know? And then I can walk away from it. My friends are like, dude, are you okay? And I'm smiling, like, thumbs up. I was like, got it. Nailed that one. <laughs> oh, my God. Advice from Sammy. Yeah, you got to rile him up, you know. So did anything else exciting happen to you over the weekend? Well, now that I think about it, yeah, I did not do anything as exciting as you this weekend. <laughs> I did not fight my uh, my front desk. I was actually really cool with them Thank this weekend. You. Thank you. Um, I did tell you, though, that my ceiling collapsed in my kitchen. Yeah, you did. So what so does that mean? I've been not kind of avoiding my front desk people recently because <laughs> since the ceiling collapsed, they came and they realized that I've also been storing industrial kitchen equipment in there. <laughs> Because until I could move it to the snack factory, I had to put it somewhere. And I've also been holding, like, this huge holding cabinet for, like, a kitchen for a friend's restaurant because they got to move stuff around. And then they're buying it from me. Okay. And so they, uh, once the ceiling collapsed, they just came in, emergency situation. And <laughs> I walk into my apartment, door open, my weed's sitting there on my table. I have a joint half, like, half smoke just sitting there in my ashtray. They see all this kitchen equipment. I just had a party, so there's like beer bottles everywhere. There's trash strewn across the floor. And uh, yeah, so I've just kind of been avoiding them. Because ever since they saw that, they kind of gave me the look, and I kind of gave them the look. So what was the scoop? Did they fix your roof? Or your uh, I mean, they like they patched it up, but it doesn't look like an actual ceiling. Like, it just looks like a bunch of patches right now. And then now. they haven't said anything about the other things they Well, found. I think because they realized, all right, here's what we're going to do to go solid, all right? You don't have a ceiling. 
we're gonna let this slide, <laughs> but when we come fix this shit, you better have this fixed. And I was like, all right, all right, deal. I'm on it, I'm on deal. it. Um, look, we have a ton to get to on the show. I have a very special surprise for you today. Can't wait. You know, it is Sammy's 30th birthday week. Are you celebrating the entire week? No, I'm not. I am not a 28-year-old girl. <laughs> So, no, I'm not celebrating all How are you feeling? Because I got a lot of emails of people that said they could relate to your fear, not fear, but anxiety, I guess, about turning 30. I mean, I'm feeling good. I'm really, at this point, I really don't care anymore. Like, You're over it that quick? I mean, yeah. I kind of got over it pretty quickly. Like, I was kind of in a slump there for a couple weeks. And then, like, this weekend, I just was like, yeah, fuck it. Did really? whatever. Screw it. Yeah, I guess I'm going to be 30. I sat there. I looked at my body. was like, well... Those are the best years of your life, son. Good luck with the next 10. Well, somebody very special is here that you actually know this person. Yes. And she's going to predict just how good the 30 is going to be. Oh, wait. Did you bring in? <laughs> I'm not going to. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. You're getting a very special Is this someone I've today. ranted about in the past? Um, I, you know, I can't remember. Did you have a run-in with this person? We've worked with her before. Depends. If, if this is the person that, you know... Was she sleeping in our office? <laughs> she might have rested her eyes. All right. Yes, I know exactly who you're talking about. I All right. That was whatever. Just flounder. Really? That was. I mean, yeah, flounder was the one that caught her. I just happened to like the Facebook photo. Got in trouble <laughs> yeah, for well, it too. I did too. She wasn't happy about that. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Now, okay. Now I know who you're talking about. Yes. Fuck you. No. But I'm excited. <laughs> Thanks for the birthday gift. Jane Doe, the tarot card reader, will be here. Jane also works at 107.3. There was this incident where we had a nursing chair, actually, that she would sleep in. Flounder took a picture of her sleeping and uploaded it on Facebook, and she was pissed. And then we all liked the photo because we thought it was funny, and she thought it was a huge violation. But anyway, she's back. So love you or hate you. She's, she's a back. heck of a tarot card reader. Okay. She's going to give you a read. I know this because I've told you that I've had friends that have gotten tarot cards re uh, read by her before. Really? How'd yeah. it go? They, uh, they all, I mean, they... They know her. She hangs on my neighborhood. so That wasn't really a glowing endorsement. No, no, no. I mean, but the other thing, it's tough because they're like, well, they said this was going to happen. The stuff hasn't, you know, like it's only been like six months, not the five, ten years that she, you know, predicted. So oh. they don't know yet. Oh, okay. Um, well, we're going to get to that. We're also going to talk about, do you think that your kid belongs in the workplace every day? I think that my kid belongs in a zoo, um, <laughs> if I had one. What? Um, no, definitely not. And no, are you talking about the Adam LaRoche story? Oh, yeah. We're gonna, I've been wanting to talk about rip that. into his ass since, <laughs> since the story released. So I'm excited about this one. I'm excited about this okay, one. Okay, well, there we go. We're going to talk about Adam yeah. LaRoche. There were some developments over the weekend where uh, now it's come out and some White Sox players apparently did actually complain about Adam LaRoche's 14-year-old son coming to the club every single day. So we'll also discuss that. Also, um, searches for this on St. Patrick's Day were up 8,000%. Any guesses? Um, I don't know. STD tests or Ooh, hangover close. cures. Those would be my two choices. We'll talk about that, too. That's all coming up. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Robbie, though, this morning. Um, Robbie says, hey, Sarah and Sammy, although I'm late to the game, I just listened to the podcast for the first time. I'll spare you the long version of the story, but I've been a fan for a long time, and now I'm obsessed with the podcast. Yeah, Robbie. The cease and desist totally got me. I thought it was 107.3 for sure. Glad it's not, though. Real happy you and Sammy are back together. Um, and I'm looking forward to listening to the shows over uh, to come. Also, he says this, Sammy, I thought my life was over at 30. 30s have probably been the best years of my life. So please tell Sammy I said that. Oh, Aww. Robbie. 
Love you. Love you. Love you. Uh, so thank you so much for listening to the podcast. By the way, you should be following us on social media. We're actually Snapchatting right now. You can follow Snapchat. It's Hey Fraze Show on Snapchat. Sammy's is the Sammy K. Also, you can follow Sammy on Instagram and Twitter under the Sammy K, S A M Y K. And then I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Hey Fraze, H E Y F R A S E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you have anything you ever want to share an opinion on this podcast, something we talked about, you can email me Sarah with an H at HeyFrage.com. And if you want to like pictures of me making one pound meatballs, that's pretty much all I post on my Instagram is food right. and travel. Yeah. I know. That's what someone said. Why don't you post anything about the podcast? And I thought, yeah, why don't you? Because I just don't post. Like, I'm not one of those. Here's the thing is I'm always in these great situations, like these really cool things. I forget to pull out my phone, and by the time it's happened, I, I, I experience the experience that I never had a chance to just capture the experience. And so, like, I have to find, like, this weekend I was at the, it was the 60th anniversary of the Tunisian, uh, Tunisia's independence. Oh, and I cool. went to the embassy, and I was there, and I, like, I was, you know, hey, my boy works at the embassy, so I was hanging out with some of my friends there, had some food, talked to the ambassador. I was complimenting him. He was actually complimenting me on my lack of a Tunisian accent when I speak in English. I told him I'd give him some lessons. <laughs> Um, that is true. You would never know that you were fluent in well, life. Because they no... look at me, they go, wait, so you either you either only speak English or, like, how the hell? And I was like, well, I don't. I speak broken Arabic, but I can speak English pretty well. Oh, my God. But, like, stuff like that, like, the entire time I left and I realized I didn't take in a single picture. Really? Like, not a single picture because I just, I don't know. I guess I'm in that old, I'm still an old soul in just the way that I, once I start talking to somebody, you experience, I don't. And I was there experience. talking to him and I was doing this. So I got to go find some photographer that was there and see if I can find photos of me talking to the ambassador. But I don't have any. I didn't like sit there and be like, oh, let's get a selfie, dog. <laughs> like, no, you know, I was kind of trying to be a little bit more upstanding. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, okay. I, I need to follow. I, I mean, I see your pictures, but I'm like, and you are always doing cool things. So. But anyways, I just made a one-pound meatball. Do you? When was that one-pound meatball? Over the weekend? Over the weekend. Me and my friends got high. We're like, you think you can make it? I was like, absolutely, I can make a one-pound meatball. Oh, And I made God. a one-pound meatball. Well, it was how long did that thing take huge. to bake? Oh, God. Well, we sous vide it because, you know, we're fancy science folks. So we sous vide it and then deep fried it and then put it in the sauce. Oh, my God. It's a funny picture, though, because it's just like this huge plate of pasta and this ginormous meatball <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> I need to watch that. Um, I was going to ask you this. Do you remember some of the commencement speakers at AU? Because you went to American University. I went to American University. Um, who we had speak? No, because I never went to graduation. Oh, okay, right. Well, here's the thing. I'm trying to think. I can't even remember who was the speaker for, at my graduation at Mount Holyoke. I have no idea. Can I tell you? I've actually, my parents are actually still really bitter about this, that I've never got to experience a graduation. Well, you will. Eventually, you'll get your degree. No, but like, I didn't even experience my high school graduation. Why not? Because I was in a play at the time. Like, I paid, like, I was in this, like, community theater play that I had to miss my actual graduation ceremony to perform. And so in the middle, what they did was, like, I ran. They had someone outside. They picked me up, drove me to the actual place they were doing the graduation ceremony. I was doing cabaret at the time. So I'm dressed like a transvestite, like, <laughs> hooker Kit Kat boy. You know, I was, like, shirtless for the entire play. And then I go there with all this, like, goth makeup on. And they put a gown on me, put a cap on me. They announced my name. I walked across because they, like, literally timed it perfectly. So, like, right when the principal starts to speak, that means he has 10 minutes to get there. And the name starts. So he has another five minutes. And they worked out on the play that they were just going to, they kind of moved it around. So intermission was around that time. Then also that like some people took over my parts. Oh, 
my and I God. went. I actually went and graduated in the middle of the play. Came back, finished the show, and at the very end of the show, uh, my principal had like handed off my diploma to somebody. So I actually, like, my parents never got to witness me like actually graduate. Oh my God! I they honestly, never did, and then I never did college. So they were just like, "Fuck!" They're still really bitter about it. I'm pretty sure. Oh my gosh! Well, one of these days you will. One day. Now let's just say you go back to college, you earn your degree, and then they my decide twelve credits. Your twelve credits. <laughs> That's all you've got left, right? Yes. So you go back, you get your degree, and then they announce that Hoda Kotb from um, the, the Today Show, the after show with Kathy, Hoda and Kathy. They better give me a glass of wine when I'm sitting there having to listen <laughs> to that shit. It's going to be your commencement speaker. Would you sign a petition to have her removed? Uh, probably, yeah. At you that would? point, I've spent, hundreds of th- I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to go attend this university. The last thing I want is Hoda Kotb to be my inspiration. Like, no. It was like I was just looking, who is it? Isn't it Catholic University in D.C.? Yeah, they're having... Catholic is having Jim Gaffigan and his wife as their commencement speaker. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. These kids just spent four years trying to become engineers in the future of America, and now you want a comedian to talk to them? Like, Really? I didn't think there was anything wrong with no. it. And in fact, I think Hoda is remarkable. It should be cool. Like, I want to say like Teddy had President Bill Clinton speak at his commencement speech. Okay, you know what well, I mean? Like, That's awesome. That's who you should be having. You should have senators, congressmen, doctors. Why? Like, they're like just as corrupt as anyone else. No, but I mean, but you should have people that at least, you know, people that aren't like in the entertainment industry. Really? Yes. I don't find that that's like, I enjoy, if you want me to sit there and like, if maybe it's for the school of communications, then yes. Hoda. Like, if it's, like, a major university, they actually separate out. So, like, the school communications has their own graduation. Then I understand Hoda being the speaker. But for the entire university, like, what is somebody who's doing pre-med? What are they going to gain from that? They should be getting inspiration from this speech. Otherwise, it's just a waste of their time. Oh, my God. I think Hoda Kotb is inspirational. I mean, I'm sure she's had to overcome adversity. She's a woman in media. She's had to overcome all that. Now she's on a very successful show that she's been on with, with Hoda and Kathy. I mean... She gets to drink wine every day at 10 a.m. on the dot. Well, that's what a lot of people are complaining about. So Tulane students, Tulane University. Oh, Tulane? Tulane has no reason to complain. They're like the big, They're like one of the biggest party schools in the world. If anything, they should be endor- like endorsing this. Well, uh, they are not happy. Hundreds of students and parents have signed a petition uh, to remove Hoda Kotb from being their commencement speaker and dropping it. Now, the school says that since this has become a story, thousands of people have actually come forward supporting Hoda. And so... So far, the school is standing by her, but a lot of the teach, a lot of the parents and the students say they're looking for somebody deeper. That they don't feel like Hoda's experience and her TV uh, background provide enough substance for the students. Isn't that amazing? That's exactly what I said. It's Hoda. I mean, like the only way you could get worse if you put Kathy. <laughs> uh, Sarah Clayton's. You you don't believe that Hoda should be. Uh, Sarah Clayton just started with us, by the way. She's our saleswoman. She's our sales department. It's a one-woman show. Yeah, it's one one, 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 one. So you're doing sales for the Hey Fresh podcast. Congrats, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. Are you looking forward to selling Sammy and me? Yes, I am looking forward to selling both of you. I'm more of a whore than Sarah is. So. <laughs> I wasn't going to say on your bodies, but no, my head. So when I started talking about this story, you were agreeing with Sammy. You don't, you wouldn't want Hoda Kotb to be your graduating. No, I can't team. stand either of them. I, I agree with Sammy. The one way it could get worse would be if it was Kathy. Who was your little... commencement speaker? Do you I, remember? Actually, I was sitting over there thinking about that, and we didn't have a celebrity as big as my school was. Really? So, no, but my theater. Uh, school of my university got um, a celebrity. 
but our communications didn't. What do you think about Jim Gaffigan at Catholic? You think that's ridiculous to a comedian? I thought that was a good one. It'd be cool to meet him, but I, I mean, agree. it's good for. The, I'm, I'm assuming the students at that point, if you have like sat there and realized, all right, this is stupid anyways, and I don't want to be here. Then yes, completely have a comedian to kind of break up all the mundaneness of it all. Like you know what I mean? But if you actually are like you know, like to my parents, I feel like my parents would be like, really? I waited this whole time just to hear a couple jokes. <laughs> like I raised you, I did all this shit, put all this money, invested all this time, all I this education. Think, I didn't think it was that bad. Um, hey, I want your thoughts on this Adam LaRoche story. Adam LaRoche is a major league baseball player who just retired from the White Sox. You probably know him because um, we he podcast. Used to play for the Nationals. Yeah, exactly. We podcast out of D.C. So he was here for many, many years. Um, now, this story really got a lot of attention last week when it came out that LaRoche actually went into retirement because the club manager came forward and had asked LaRoche to stop bringing his 14-year-old son to every single practice. So And every single game. And every single game, right? Now, there, I have so many questions about this. Uh, so it got a lot of heat last week, and then um, other players came forward supporting LaRoche, saying that they really enjoyed having his son there, that it wasn't a bother, um, and that it was all on the manager's end that they shouldn't have him there so what do you think including Bryce Harper Bryce Harper also tweeted basically family first Adam LaRoche good for you for walking away from that yeah but hold on but that's bullcrap because they are professional athletes they're supposed to be at the peak of their game doing the best they can and if you have a kid sitting there that's just if he's bothering you you know because you're not expecting that you can't maybe say the words you want to say you can't talk as freely as you want to talk you can't do what you want to do and that's going to add extra stress I used to complain all the time on other shows we've been on that like dude guess one two days a week are fine but if you have a kid in there every damn day like that pisses me off because I can't speak how I want to speak and that throws me off and it makes my show not as good as it could be well, and I completely agree with the other players who say these shouldn't be there and the thing that they're not sharing in this story they're like oh family first no 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 what Adam LaRoche is doing, he should be, like, turned into CPS. You know what I mean? CPS? Like, like Child that? Protective Services. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Because he's coming out. So you do understand that, hold on, first off, he's got a son. He doesn't even let his son go to regular school. He makes him travel with him, and he has a tutor with him. Right. He has been open to sit there and be like, my son's going to learn more in the clubhouse than he's ever going to learn in a school. Yep. He has trained his son. Like, he thinks that baseball is the only thing there, and he thinks that his son being around there is school. And that's bullshit for the other players that are, A, having to babysit for this kid and be like you should not be allowed to put a kid that's under the age of 18 years old be like you know what I'm going to take you out of school and just have you travel with me on the baseball team because that's really all you're going to ever be in your life like that's bullshit like that just shows some redneck trash right that's what really upset me the most was how even though his dad was a professional baseball player and made millions he was a professional baseball player and made millions they somehow have never managed to gain a slight little bit of intelligence to sit there and be like wow you know what education is probably pretty good because you can only throw a ball so many times in your life like like, that's my issue. Like, was when he came out, he was like, well, my son's going to learn more in the clubhouse than he's ever going to learn in school. I was like, you're out of your mind. Well, Ken Williams is the White Sox, ex White Sox executive vice president who has been taking the heat. And apparently they had decided behind the scenes that Ken would be the fall guy. But over the weekend, several other White Sox players had come to Ken Williams and management there complaining about Jake, uh, Drake LaRoche, the 14-year-old who was everywhere in the clubhouse. They initially had asked LaRoche to dial back Drake's time in the clubhouse house and then that's when he decided but that's the to thing retire. is like but okay so I'm with you. I'm so with he you. says I think hey guess ridiculous. what there's a huge stadium here we just don't want your son to be in this particular clubhouse with all the naked 30 year old men that are playing <laughs> baseball so do you mind if you just have him you know i don't know 
There's hot dog stands. They probably have a ball pit somewhere he can play in. Like, these are fucking professional sports stadiums. Like, there's a lot of stuff to do for an hour, two hours. I don't know. Go watch the game. I guarantee you they have a player suite. Go do your homework, like, for go God's sake. Your you're homework. 14 years old. Go get on Tinder and find yourself a girlfriend. I don't need to do my homework, Sarah. I can count up to four. And that's all you need in baseball. I thought it was ridiculous, too. When I first read that story, I'm like, good for the White Sox players. I mean, get rid of, no, that's crap. I think there's a line. You can bring your kid to work. If you had to bring your kid to work a couple days a week, I think that's totally fine. Get it. Right? Understandable every once in a while. But there was this yeah. restaurant I went into that we would go there because they had really good pizza, but the server refused to get a babysitter for a kid. And so you'd have this kid running around. And finally, <laughs> we stopped going there. And like she was like, she found us and she was like, hey, why'd you guys stop going? I had to look her in the face and be like, because I do not go to a restaurant to take care of someone's kid. <laughs> Like, I, I don't care. It's Yeah, it's cute, and I'll be nice to a child when I'm there. I'll be like, oh, hey, what's up? Oh, you want a color? Here you go. Like, of course I'm going to be nice, but when it's incessant, I'm just going to stop going, you know? See, like, now, would you be upset if I brought my kid to work? Because I'm probably pregnant. If it was every day and you brought your kid to work, yeah, yeah after a while I'd be like, Sarah, what the hell? Like... No. Really? Yeah. Okay, because I was just going to put like, the headphones on, the earphones on her, and then just like... Have put her in the corner, in a dark corner? Yeah, have the intern like let her like run around I'm or whatever. Fu- I think the issue is when parents sit there and they want you to change who you are because they decided to inconvenience you with their child. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is my workspace, my jam. If your kid's coming in here, I'm going to teach them all the four-letter words, and you cannot do anything <laughs> about that. Do you think that maybe we have a really... Um, like a discriminatory look on this because we don't have kids. I feel like we're going to get a ton of hate mail on this. Why? But it's no, we said it's fine to bring in your kids. I don't care if it's once, twice. And I think most people, like my mom, she worked all the time, right? Yeah. She would sit there. It's not like I went to, during the summertime when I didn't have school, like she sent me to daycare all day long. And then when daycare was out, if it was 6 p.m. and she still had work to do, she would pick me up and she'd bring me in the office maybe a couple hours. I wasn't there all day long. I was in the tail end and I was never allowed to leave her office. Ah, because she goes, no, 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 you're not allowed to leave my office because I don't, just in case, like, there's like, there's other people working. She doesn't want me to disturb them. Like, she understood the, hey, this is my kid. This is my problem. I'm going to keep it on me. It's not like he has his own clubhouse. He has to share a clubhouse, you well, know? Well, I know. And that's the thing is there's mixed reactions. Some people said that Drake wasn't an inconvenience. Other people said uh, that it was too much having him and there. anyone with a kid should realize that really I'm more or less ranting about the fact that he thinks that being around baseball players is more important than education. That's really what upsets me about this whole situation. I know. I know. Um, anyway, so uh, also on St. Patty's Day last week, if you were searching for leprechaun porn, you were in good company. Oh. Oh, dude, were you? I mean, I don't search for it. On, like, I don't search for it on St. Patty's Day. Um, well, leprechaun porn viewing was up. It was increased by eight thousand percent on St. Patty's Day. Of course. Of course. Uh, people searching for leprechaun porn, ice cream, cream pie, St. Patrick, Irish, uh, Irish lesbian, Irish cougar, Irish amateur, and Irish milf. Oh my God! All there's these. a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot Celtic of leprechaun porn. porn. Yeah, a lot of people are searching for that. Look at this. This guy looks crazy. I didn't even think about. I didn't even like. Does this blow you away? I'm like, I didn't even realize that people were searching for that. I mean, I guess you. At that point, I would see myself hanging out with my friends, and when I'm like, oh, do they have it? Oh, they do. Okay, well, let's watch it. <laughs> but like, it wouldn't. Have be... you ever watched any um, any leprechaun porn? Uh, well, I'm watching one right now. Actually. Oh, oh, I want to see. <laughs> oh my God, her butt just got huge. Oh, dude, what's going on? This is weird. Whoa. Maybe that's from an actual... Oh, this one's pretty good. Look at this, Sarah. The leprechaun is, you know, 
he found that buried treasure. He found that gold at the end of the rainbow. Okay. You see that? Okay. That is ridiculous. You see that? Nobody is watching that. Oh, my God. Still digging for that gold. That is so inappropriate. Um, Anyway, hey, Sidney, did you remember these days? Because this used to be big for me. But now it's official that Tiffany and company bracelets are no longer a status symbol for young people. In fact, it's out. Do you remember the Tiffany and Co. bracelets that every woman Were those the charm bracelets? Yes. Right? Remember when it had the charm? Um, yeah, and I feel like people would always want to get, like, a charm for their birthday. I feel like I may have bought, like, some girl, like, at the beginning of college one of those. Yes. Or maybe, like, in high school. They used school. to be very expensive. They were, like, $200. Oh, no, I never bought that then. Fuck that. No, I bought, like, some $30 <laughs> knockoff somewhere then. Okay, that's what you did. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Business Insider has a story that teens are experiencing a major attitude shift, and it's destroying Tiffany's. Tiffany & Co. was famous for their bracelet, which was once a symbol for young people, but it's not anymore. Tiffany announced that its global comparable sales declined 5% on a con- Constant rate basis for the fourth quarter of a, the fiscal year. This has been over the past 10 years. Um, the brand is not entirely dead, but their popular bracelets and charms are no longer what they used to be. Oh my God, at Mount Holyoke, every woman had that. They had the charm. Like, look at me. This is your status symbol. Yes. Because you like to dance, you put a little ballet shoe on it, and then you put a little music well, symbol. Well, it never had that. Here, you remember, remember these? It just had the Tiffany. It just had the one charm, and they were in silver. Oh, uh, that. What was the one that you actually bought different like charms for? Well, those people still have. It's like Pandora bracelets. Pandora bracelets. <laughs> that crazy shit. <laughs> I thought they both died years ago. No, I think Pandora is still popular. Oh well, I you bought have said someone. That. Who did you buy a Pandora bracelet for? No, I didn't. I bought her a charm for like thirty bucks. I want to say like I didn't buy anything nice. Oh, oh, oh! You just bought that. Um, I think I probably already know your feelings on this, but um, did you read about the story of the family in, in in Canada that will have their fate decided this week after refusing to treat their toddler with meningitis? Instead, they're anti-vac parents, uh-huh. and they gave him herbal remedies until it was too late. The toddler did pass away. Now the parents are on trial and could spend uh, up to 10 years in prison if they're found guilty. This is in Alberta. Um, well, I think, isn't the issue there, like, the fact that they do have health care taken care of? And so it's not like it would have been financially, you know, burning on them to have their child taken care of. And I do understand. Look, it, and my theory at this is this, and I know it's going to probably p- piss people off, but if you want to raise your kid to sit there and to think that Weird Al Yankovic did all the original <laughs> songs and no other songs, like, that's your prerogative. If you want to sit there and raise your kid to be anti-vax, that's your prerogative. If you want to sit there and raise your kid to never, to never ever go to school and be, you know, in a clubhouse, I think you should be sent to CPS, but that's also <laughs> your prerogative. Like, and so I'm kind of going to sit there and, like, I may not agree with that. Like, I don't personally agree with not vaccine, but... You know, that's their kid. That's their prerogative. I don't think they should be put on trial because that, like, no one's putting Adam LaRoche on trial. They're like, all right, man, good. You're good. You're out. No one's trying to sue him to get back into his contract. Like, they just go, all right, you're out, man. That's your prerogative. That's your family. If it's their family, that's their prerogative. And it sucks. But there's people that sit there and think Really? That I thought pe- you would say throw them in jail. Well, I wish I could. But the fa- I don't agree with them. But I doesn't mean I should throw them in jail. Really? But I definitely, like, if I saw them, I'd give them a piece of my mind. Wow. David and Colette Stevens are their names. Um, and they had posted pictures online of their family up until several weeks ago when their son came down with what they thought was a severe cold. It turns out that it was meningitis. Now, according to prosecutors, David and 
Colette stubbornly refused to take their sick son to see a doctor, instead giving him home remedies such as smoothies containing hot pepper, ginger root, horseradish, onion and apple cider vinegar. Even after warnings from a family friend who is a nurse, the anti-vaccine couple took him to a naturopath uh, to get an herbal uh, immune system booster instead of a doctor exam. Now, the naturopath even told them that they should take this, their son Ezekiel to the emergency room, but they didn't until two days later when Ezekiel began having trouble breathing. That's when they finally rushed him to the hospital, but then it was too late. He died from bacterial meningitis. Um, now the parents are on trial. Their fate will be decided this week. Uh, and it's a big controversial story up there because I don't know. Can you send parents to jail who that's I mean, my issue? Look, I think negligent up until the part that they are being charged with this. I think they're idiots. Like, I do think they're fucking morons and I don't think they should ever have a child again. But that's not my choice. That's not my right to say who should and who, who shouldn't. So I think that my only issue is the fact that they're being charged by the government when in all realities, you know, that's their child. If they want to raise their kid a certain way, it's this is going to sound horrible, but they, I mean, now you know. <laughs> like, now you know. Like, now you know. Like, I don't know how else to put it, but it's like, that sucks, and that's a really, really horrible tragic situation. I'm so torn on this story. Several Stephen family members suggested that this family has been singled out before their beliefs. David's father, Anthony Stephen, founded a company called True Hope that sells natural supplements that claim to fight bipolar disorder. Oh, boy, I don't even want to go there. Uh, anyway, they are saying that they believe that pharmaceutical companies are making an example out of this family. Um, and I would agree with they, that. I was going to say, I, don't, I definitely don't trust the pharmaceutical companies either. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things that, hey, at that point, it's a, if, if you really have your beliefs, it's a lose-lose situation. And the fact is that you lost, and that sucks. You know, but you should have been smarter about it, and you should have, you know... I mean, I don't know. When they this article, by the way, is from the Washington Post. They go on to talk about Ezekiel's symptoms prior. At one point, his body was stiff. Like the family was carting him around. The body was completely stiff. He was still alive, but the bacterial meningitis was setting in. I mean, I don't know. It's so crazy to me that you can witness this and then you believe that immune boosting, uh, immune boosting herbs. We'll just take care of it. I mean, that's the thing is like, you know, there's some Western medicine that's really good that yeah. actually helps. I mean, just like with like my family, like my mom was definitely not like a take this medication, take this medication kind of mom. Yeah. She was more like, all right, here's some ginger ale, here's some tea with honey. Like, should we try all the home remedies first? And then after a day, she'd be like, all right, you're going to the doctor. Well, if because, you know, because sometimes the home remedies did work. You know, I'm not saying they don't work, but the fact that you can't distrust them completely and you can't distrust the pharmaceuticals completely, you got to kind of balance your trust with everything, you know? Well, it is a balance, exactly. I don't know. I think this is kind of scary. I mean, a lot of people are saying this family's already suffered enough. They watched their son die. They shouldn't end up going to jail, but I don't know. I mean, it's so hard because it does seem like they were pretty negligent. That sucks. I know. I know. It's that a really, sucks. it's an interesting, interesting uh, topic. But we'll find out later this week what actually happens. And again, today. if you'd like to send any hate mail, that's complaints for <laughs> Sammy K, S-A-M-Y-K, at gmail.com. Uh, there are a couple of other big stories out over the weekend, too. NPR, by the way. Did you read this one about NPR immediately and effectively telling all their on-air uh, talent to stop promoting podcasts, including NPR One, which is their own podcast outlet? Uh, yeah. I think this is a good sign for us. And a very bad sign for terrestrial radio. 
Well, again, I didn't understand why they, like, I guess I kind of just skimmed over the story, but okay. I didn't understand why they decided not to promote, because it seems like it's, like, the best thing they have going for them is their podcast right now. I think that they are not promoting their podcast because they're on air, their radio listenership is going down so much and I think right now their radio listenership is still their number one source of income. What I took away from the article is that was it. That they're, instead of thinking about the future, they're trying to desperately hold on to where most of their money comes from, which is donations for public radio. Can I tell you that I didn't even know they still did that until I was in a taxi last week and I hear them and they're actually doing one of those telethons and I was like holy hell, I haven't heard one of these in over a decade. These things still exist like what yeah oh no they completely most of their funding most of npr's funding is still from the public so uh their ceo made the announcement and i don't know i think this is a really bad sign for radio and i think it's just a sign too that they are desperately trying to hold on to the past instead of realizing that the future really is their app we are just uh, 13 dollars away from our goal uh, <laughs> if you want to give us a call that's 800-334-1NPR <laughs> we're taking calls right now live all day long uh, we've been at this 13 dollars from our goal for the last four hours <laughs> Um, but we appreciate you guys calling in for the three taxi drivers listening and making that their clients listen to us. That made us a whole 20 listeners today. Again, you're listening to NPR and the Radiothon, and we're near $13 away from our goal. Just $13. <laughs> that's, like, how the hell could you listen to that? Oh, that's what they do. That's what over they do, and, and it's over, and it's over. Over, over, coming up next, fresh air. And I'm not, look, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this one, but I've been wanting to say this one forever. And let's be honest, your talent there is a little bit shaky, okay, NPR? <laughs> okay, that you can't Your say talent that. is shaky. You can't say that. I'm just going to throw out one quick she analogy. I'm not going to don't, don't 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 mention anyone's name, Sarah. Why are you trying to get me in trouble here? All I was going to say was that if LeBron James lost a leg, he wouldn't play in the NBA anymore. <laughs> All right? Just throwing that out there. Just throwing that out there. No matter how good of a basketball player he was, if he lost a leg, he would not be playing in the NBA anymore. Oh, my anymore. God. Oh, my God. That's complaints yeah. for SammyK at gmail.com. <laughs> uh... Oh, my God. Anyway, I do. I think this is a great sign for podcasters. But NPR is officially only going to mention if they have, like, a podcast host on or they'll briefly discuss a podcast. But they will no longer, at least in the short term, be promoting their podcast. Um, and a lot of people have theorized that they're doing this to try and desperately hang on to their radio base and encourage people to listen on radio first because that's where they're making the majority of their money. Uh, podcasting can be monetized, but they're trying to figure out how do they make as much money by selling fewer ads with podcasts. And let's be honest, Sarah, anyone that was so going to complain about my rant about, you know, who I'm talking about, they're going to try to send a snail mail anyways, and we don't even have an actual mailbox. So good luck trying to write me a complaint. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. With your ink um, and quill. Look, if you want to weigh in on any of this, it's Sarah with an H at HeyFrage.com. I can forward them to Sammy. Um, Next, coming up, though, we have Jane Doe, who's the tarot card reader here. It is Sammy's 30th birthday week. I can't believe you're 30. <laughs> Jane Doe is here. It go, it's Jane Doe, right? That's correct. Jane Doe cards. Jane Doe's cards. Jane Doe's cards. How long have you been a tarot card reader around the Adams Morgan? area? Oh, I don't know. I started reading in 2002 and um, oh, maybe since 2003 on and off. But I, when my hours were cut at my one job in 2011, they saw a lot more of me in Adams Morgan. We all got to know you at 107.3. You're still there. How's it going? Thanks. For, you're holding down the fort for them. 
Uh, well, mostly for their sister station, but yeah, um, it's going. Yeah, it's going. Exactly. We hear you. Um, so, Jane, you had given me a fantastic tarot card reading when I still worked at 107.3. You would come in in the morning. We would have nice chats, and you gave me this incredible reading, and I was like, oh, my God. And it was very, very interesting. You pulled some cards. I still have the picture. But one, I think at the time you had told me um, this card was to kind of sit back and relax and, and it, watch what you've kind of built because big things are coming and um, don't worry so much, which was really interesting. We got fired right after that. But then this podcast happened and I'm like, that all makes sense. Good thing you weren't worried about getting fired. <laughs> no, I wasn't. And I never said she would or wouldn't be so. I know. It was great. I loved that. And then you also had pulled a card with Jester, I think, on a stage, which I think you also said represented kind of big things. Uh, the Fool? I think so. And it was something about um, being in the public light. So I think that was really, really good. I, I loved the whole reading. So Sammy is turning 30 on Thursday. Boom. And I wanted to have you on because I thought you did a fantastic job. I wanted you to give Sammy a reading and see if we can kind of predict how 30 is going to be for him. All right. Um, I don't give exact time frames. I could refer you to an astrologer, but she charges more than I do. But we'll do the best that we can. Okay, that's good. We'll, we'll go we'll with take this. It. We'll, we're ready. So what does Sammy have to do? I, yeah. I'm very excited. You've got your tarot you cards. shuffle them, please. Okay. Ooh, All right. Sammy. I just asked Sammy if this was your first tarot card reading. This is my first tarot card reading, I'm pretty Ooh. sure. Oh, my God. Oh, I think this is so exciting. Though I feel like I've done a lot of this stuff, but I usually do it when I'm highly inebriated, and I usually don't remember the experience. So Yeah, a lot of people don't. It's one reason I do them and add Morgan because um, oh, when people are drunk they won't listen to read they, they will pay for anything yeah years ago in Georgetown a guy kept on just um, asking for more cards and handing me dollar bills that's awesome all right are you right-handed I am right-handed then please put your left hand on top boom we use our non-dominant hand to open up our minds okay. not that I'm saying that your mind is closed or anything it is pretty but. closed all right okay and we will do a four card reading and I'll do it within the time constraints that's my mother's favorite reading and mine oh All right, all right. I got what? Oh, my God. No, just joking. I was going to say. Um, all right. I believe that you are Sarah here. Sarah freaked out about that. that. scared me to death. Yeah, it does oh it every God. time. Oh, my all God. Right. I take it that you're an Aries, correct? Aries. Which is a fire sign. And I'm not seeing anything here about Aries. Two out of your four cards here are pentacles, which is about Earth. Okay. This could be Earth in your chart, maybe your moon or your rising sign, or an Earth sign in your life. But also it's that element of Earth physical, material things, your body, your health, your money, your property. Mm. Guard your health, guard your money because they can both take, be taken away from you. Oh, I know that. Don't try anything flaky like selling cupcakes over the internet. Okay. Go something old school, something that's worked for you and for other people. Don't get weird. The tried and true, that's the way to go. And also, think about your money and your property, like an accountant, getting hold of stuff um, and mm. get, hanging on to it and not letting other people get hold of it. One of my aunts got a reading like that before that. She didn't listen to me. She went to Atlantic City, lost a bundle, and the family laughed at her. Just um, a caveat there. It's actually good because I'm actually going to the casinos, I think, with my dad this weekend. So well, note to that self, could be why, yes. I'll let oh him waste God. his money. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of, I'm not about wasting money, but about the need not to waste money. Also, three out of your four cards are reversed, which means you could be blocking or resisting something. Keeping good things and people mm. out of your life, bad things and bad people in, 
being your own worst enemy, doing things the hard way. Here's one of my clients rather crudely put it, doing everything but backwards. Watch out for that. Mm -hmm. Here we had the four uh, pentacles. That's about management. I um, love pentacles. Very good. Um, I don't know if you want to put that in front of the camera or what. Um, but this guy, um, you notice that this guy has four, he's got four pentacles, but is he doing mm -hmm. such a good job with them? One's on his head, looks stupid. Other two are under his feet, yeah. not doing any good. And the other is like a little kid, you don't mind and you can't have it. Make sure that you are managing everything well. Your time, your money, your job skills, your connections to other people. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing a lot about that, the need for management. Know when to hold on and when to let go. Ooh. The Six of Swords, that's a good card for a birthday because it's about going in a new direction and you're about to hit the big 3-0, which is a little scary. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, uh-huh. And um, this can be, you notice um, that's about, about uh, on a boat. And uh, oh, it, it's, uh, it's a man like pushing, uh, looks like a lady and her child down the river? We think, we don't know. You notice that you don't see those people's faces and you don't see where that boat's going. It's going right off that card. I'm also gonna throw this out there. Why are there swords sticking in the boat? Wouldn't that help it sink? <laughs> Maybe that's what that the means. The sword's sticking in the boat. Uh, that boat could sink. Um, watch out for that. But um, a six in a tarot card reading mm -hmm. is about a break, going in a new direction. Okay. Mm. Got a birthday coming up. Uh, this could be literal physical travel, um, maybe by water, maybe taking a cruise, maybe joining the Navy. We're going to Cuba. We are going to Cuba. We could get there by boat. Boom. That would be huge. I, I would love that. What I say. But also can be about metaphysical travel, um, moving in a different spiritual or philosophical direction. Also, though, you notice you don't see those people's faces or where that boat's going. Mm -hmm. And these people look like refugees. Make sure, though, that you are not um, sheltering somebody that you should not be sheltering, that, you should not, that you're not providing an escape to somebody who um, should not be provided with an escape. No enabling allowed. So I should kick refugees to the streets. <laughs> who the uh, hell are you I wouldn't harboring? say that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also about enabling of any kind. For example, um, enabling an alcoholic or an addict or somebody who's bad with money. I actually know exactly. What you're I have a stupid friend of mine that I always just enable him and I let him do stupid shit and I always kind of take care of it behind his back. I should just kind of let him go and get in trouble, right? It's up to him. Tarot is all about free will. Mm. Oh, but my also, God, that's so make good. Make sure that you are not running away and that you're not hiding from anybody or anything. The Knight mm. of Cups, he is all um, about love. Um, it could be physical. It could be um, spiritual, platonic, or mm -hmm. whatever, anything. And you notice that guy is holding out his... Um, He's holding out a cup like he's making an offer to you. Yeah. Somebody's going to make you an offer of love. It could be platonic. It could be romantic. And this person is a genuinely good person. No ulterior motives. They really care about you and want the best for you. The thing is, though, this person might be a little bit flaky. Okay. Um, the kind to, um, I'm not saying like they're crazy, but maybe wishy-washy, overly emotional, not very practical. The kind of person who um, cries at sad movies but forgets to put gas in the car. Amen. Remembers birthdays but forgets to pay the utility bills. Treasure what this person brings to you. Love, sweetness, romance. But if you want someone who's going to be a rock and have their act all together, probably not going to happen with this person. One thing I tell my clients is don't expect people to be what they're not. You're looking for eggs in a hardware store. Mm -hmm. The Seven of Pentacles, that's that. about chilling, taking a break. I do love the chillax. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're going to need to do. 
Uh, maybe it will be forced. Maybe it will be something that you choose, but it's going to happen. So you're saying Sarah's going to fire me? I'm going to be forced <laughs> to relax again? Uh, I don't see that coming. I was no, say so, no. Of course, this is Sarah's decision, not yours. But you notice that guy's got a nice crop planted there, mm -hmm. but he's not harvesting them, and he's not planting any new ones either. And he's got a sweet hoe too. Uh huh. Well, um, maybe there's a hoe in your future. That's up to you. I, like um, that. I won't judge. But you notice that he um, is just admiring his work. He is not working. He's just admiring his work. And does it mean anything that he's not stepping on the pentacles like in the last one? Um, that could be. You notice he really likes those pentacles. He's taking good care of them. Um, it's about um, taking care. Um, notice that guy is admire. You know, he's admiring his work. Take a break. Give yourself a pat on the back. Oh, yeah. Think about how far you've come, how much money you have, job skills, education, <laughs> connections to other people, where you are, where you want to go, how to get there from here. And don't be afraid to think big. But to wrap it up, um, the main thing is, from these four cards, guard your health, guard your money, guard your property. Look for an air sign to come into your life. Excuse me, for an earth sign to come into your life. Mm -hmm. And when I say look for an earth sign, a lot of people think that it's romance. Could be, could not be. This could be a friend, lover, business partner, boss, um, maybe your next door neighbor. Somebody who has a role in your life, a big one, whether you not see it. It could be the um, unseen politician who raises your taxes and then takes your job away or something like that. Mm -hmm. Look for an earth sign to come into your life. And the majority of your cards are reversed. Again, think about what you're blocking or resisting. Some things are delayed or blocked, you can't do anything about it. Bad weather, traffic jam, bad economy. So think about that. And happy birthday. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. Jane, that was awesome. And oh I my god. Say, if anyone really knows me out there, they know because I had a bunch of pentacles and swords, and everyone knows how much I love pentacles and swords. I just want to know who the hell you're storing or hiding and keeping away there in that apartment. It's slash, I'm gonna let him free. <laughs> my dog. Jane, where can people find you? All right. Do you have um, an email address, website? Sure. I'm very easy to find. My web address, is, and I'll give you my card after that. Okay. Um, you can put it up. It's Jane Doe's Cards, or Jane Does Cards, janedoescards.blogspot.com. And I'm on twitter.com slash janedoescards, one word. Love and it. And facebook.com slash janedoescards. And you do all kinds of readings. You People can book you anytime. Sure, I do parties, festivals. Um, I will do individual readings. Um, I will do group readings. One thing that I don't advise, it, a lot of times I approach people at the clubs and I'll get a loving couple. Can you do a reading for the both of us? Bad idea. It's a bad idea to do readings for couples, groups, or very small children. Oh, yes, I would think the small kids. Why, people, how old do people want you to read their kids? Like five years old? Um, I've had it younger than that. What? And unfortunately, um, like toddlers, and unfortunately, it comes out either weird, inconclusive, or scary. <laughs> yeah, okay. Good, good note. That'd be great. Oh, my God. Don't Take that away today. Don't get your kid a tarot card reading. All right, little kid. Kid, who are you harboring? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, one that one of my friends got was a seven of um, swords, which is about stealing. And oh, it's nice. like, um, oh my God, like, am I going to have to um, come bail this kid out from prison constantly? <laughs> Another one was a nine of swords, which is about obsessive compulsive behavior. <laughs> 
all at five years old. Jane, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, you can email us, Sarah with an H at HeyForAge.com. The pod will be back tomorrow. Sammy, do we have anything else? For Sammy's birthday celebration. I mean, no, this is pretty All much it for long. me. Happy Tuesday. I can't wait to see about your love life. You just want someone to be pregnant with you. <laughs> and I refuse to be pregnant with you, Sarah. Love you, though. <laughs> you will get an offer of love.